Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon i hope you're well my guest is a clinical laboratory technician by day and a podcaster by night question mark a real batman of podcasting who hosts the excellent show crazy makers where guests like kevin t porter john gabers jakees neal amongst others talk about their mental health journeys please welcome carly mensel it's me. Is Menzel. it Menzel? Menzel. Menzel. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, That's fair right. enough. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that coming was, on. That was a very nice and well, well-researched well um, intro you gave me there. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I googled your name and then clicked LinkedIn and then I was done. Oh, was no. <laughs> I'm searchable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I've got a specific name too. Enough so where if you know how to spell my last name, you can find me, I guess. Yeah, it's a good and a bad thing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's like, it's good when you need somebody to find you or want them to find you, I suppose, mm. but not so much if you uh, ever want to hide Yeah, for whatever well, reason. I talk about my mental health on the internet, so it's all, out, it's all out there. Yeah, believe me, there are hours upon hours of me talking and without any consideration for the possible implications of doing so. It's just like, it's just, yeah, it's just there. Yeah, for, luckily for no one no one listens to me, so it's fine <laughs> mostly. Yeah, I haven't had too many complaints. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the the very fun, easy to ask, difficult to answer question. How are you? Yeah, that's a that's a loaded question. I'm yeah. <laughs> considering, uh, yeah, the hellish landscape in which we find ourselves. I'm I think I'm doing okay. I'm doing much better than I was at the at the start of you know the pandemic. Um, yeah. So, you know, I have like a semi-regular job now and I have a routine and like this is unfortunately normal. So, uh, yeah, I think I've just fallen into like, this is just life. It's what's happening. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you know, I've been thinking about how just the kind of like the life cycle of how my brain has been processing all this stuff over the course of this, you know, as if like it's that long, which it's not really been that long but it both feels like it happened yesterday while also was seven years ago. You know, like it's this weird push and pull of, oh, it's it's January 2nd already while also feeling like an absolute blur, which is like mm-hmm. a very difficult thing to reconcile. Like if you if you asked me like what I did in June, like I couldn't I couldn't tell you at all. I don't think <laughs> yeah. I could tell you what I did <laughs> yesterday, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah, I definitely I definitely feel that it feels like the longest time and, and pretty the shortest time too so i don't know it's very weird time isn't real (laughs) it feels like more of an idea than ever like truly just an absolute construct just to think too that like we are really not far away from this having been a year which yeah yeah. really for some reason putting in that i don't know i guess because like a year versus like you know three days it's just such a, a stark difference but to quantify it as a year just really does my head in and kind of, I don't know, weirdly kind of blows my mind to think about it that way. I don't know why. Yeah, because I think, I don't know, that's like a thing people measure things in. It's yeah. like annual, that's a thing. So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess this past year doesn't count. That's what I'm trying to tell myself to like make myself feel better about not, you know, doing all the things that I have wanted to do, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think to, 
in the interest of like being kind to yourself and fair to yourself like yeah i think we all deserve a lot of runway for this last year and for honestly the foreseeable future you know as we continue to i don't there's no adjusting fully you know to what this is because we don't even know what this is really i don't know there's no playbook for any of this and i think you know the best thing you could do is try to make good individual decisions and hope they add up to good choices overall i don't even know (laughs) it's kind of like after i graduated college and i guess while i was still in college too i was like what what do i what do you do now like i just do i just do something i'm supposed to do something for the rest of my life and everybody's like nobody knows what they're doing it's fine you know and i feel like nobody ever told me that before that like adults don't know what they're doing and now i'm an adult and i'm like oh you guys were serious and i don't think i really believe them but now that everybody's going through you know most people are going through some of the same things we all have this you know trauma bond to level the playing field a little bit uh now it's becoming yeah i I'm, I'm believing that now i'm like oh no nobody we don't the government um you know leaders uh celebrity nobody knows what they're doing yeah so now i, be- I believe you and this can stop it's all about me <laughs> yeah it's like oh that's good to know that everybody's clueless but then it's like oh oh god everybody's clueless yeah it's like it's not just me like oh fuck i thought like somebody was making some kind of decisions <laughs> i guess like- that's not the case I know, like, oh boy, everybody's just trying to fake it until they make it, and I, ooh, ooh, this is both comforting for normalizing my personally being so clueless, but also scary, because I'm like, now, who do I turn to to give me all the answers? Which is definitely what they can do, question mark. Yeah, and, uh, like, fake it till you make it, like, I used to say that kind of, like, oh, tongue-in-cheek, like, ha, 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 this is what you do to become (laughs) successful, and then it's like, oh, no, I was, that was a bit, but it's not a bit, it's real, (laughs) fuck. And now it's like, for real, though, fake it until you make it. (laughs) For real, though, everything's fake and we are in a simulation. I don't know. I'm so scared. For real, though, money only means something because we give it actual value. I I think about shit like that, by the way, a lot. Not even like in some kind of like almost like dystopian, like nihilistic type way, but of like, man, none of this shit really means anything. I mean, in the scheme of things, it's all a thing that we... That means something because we all agree to it, you know. I think about that a lot. And not even, again, not even to be like, the world sucks. Although in a lot of ways it does. But it's not even in a a negative way. It's more of a, huh, it's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah, and like that that whole, um, I think I used to be a little bit scared, scared of that kind of stuff. Like, none of this is real. Like, none of this matters, you know. We're just floating on a rock through space in <laughs> <and> meat suits. <laughs> like, all of that stupid yeah. shit that you, like, thought about when you were 15. And now I'm like, that, like, sets my mind at ease. Like, maybe that's how people that believe in God feel feel like. Like, I feel okay that we're all going to die and none of this matters. Like, it, it makes sense. Oh, I it agree. Makes, it comforts yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's it's like fine to me. I know. I I think to your point, like I find comfort knowing I'll never have all the answers. Like that, that really like soothes me to know that it takes a lot of pressure off of like okay, I just whatever I do know and learn in my life experiences, it's, it's all a win because you know none of this is guaranteed. But also, you know, there, there is no right or wrong way to do this shit. It's like be empathetic. Don't be a fucking monster and be nice and try to 
be thoughtful and do well by people and like just do the best you can while not like being an online shitbag yeah exactly and like i say that stuff and i'm like you know the best you can do is all you can do and all of this you know stuff and then for myself though this is the mental illness talking it's like but you're a piece of shit and you must rise above all of this and you have higher standards for yourself so it's it's yeah i go back and forth between like (laughs) absolutely shitting on myself and hating myself and being like go take a bubble bath it'll be fine (laughs) yeah it's just like uh you know what you're doing great and everything's gonna be fine dot 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 you fucking idiot yeah 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 yeah. i know I, i really struggle with that too about I don't know what I need when I need it. I really struggle with that of like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not very self-destructive, but self-destructive of like, I'll do eat well two days in a row. And I guess in my head somewhere in there, it gives me license to then eat like shit for five days. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's extremely difficult for me to develop good habits, but exponentially easier to completely derail from them. Yeah, well, because, like, derailing feels good. Like, all of that stuff that's not good for you, like, that gives you that automatic, like, you know, dopamine or i'm not a doctor all all those good those good chemicals in your brain like yeah like eating eating something that's shitty for you but that tastes good or you know drinking alcohol or or whatever it is that stuff feels good and it it doesn't feel good to eat kale and carrots and (laughs) stuff like it might it feels good like gradually but as humans we're not good at that gradual um you know change we're not good at at looking to the future we gotta s- do stuff that solves right now so yeah that's fair yeah i'm very I, I guess in my brain i can be very like now 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 yeah and not in an admonishing way of like now now in a i must <laughs> have it now type way uh which i mean it, it does make sense you know i guess it's like oh i'm an adult so i i have to hold myself accountable accountable to this shit and just some days i really don't want to yeah it's fine and like are you finding it like easier to slip off that you know side of the cliff that we're in a pandemic and it's like we're in a pandemic i deserve it it's fine that's the thing you know is like to realize to your point like earlier like this is just life now so Mm -hmm. so like there are still plenty of reasonable justifications for doing things you wouldn't have done pre-pandemic of like maybe indulging a little bit more or just like you know being kind to yourself more in a very conscious way but while at the same time, I'm like, God, I need to not lean into that, though. You know, at a certain point, it, it becomes an excuse and not a reason. And that that's a dramatic difference to me. So I have to be very mindful of that. Yeah, I think I think me too. And I find it hard to know where to draw the line between like being kind to myself and becoming like too self-indulgent. Same. Um, yeah. Some of those bad habits. And that's something that I'm trying to, you know, figure out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to define that. I just know I need to define it. And um, I don't know. It's like what you said earlier about that. Oh, we just thought that like adults had the answer. And it's like, no, they're just trying to figure this shit out too. Yeah. And and as, you know, somebody who is an adult, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Everybody's just trying the best they can. I think, you know, I guess even the villain is the hero in their own story. But I think we're well-intentioned for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I feel like, I am perpetually 16. I mean, I don't go on Tumblr and I, you know, I, yeah. uh, th- any of that stuff, but I feel like I haven't, I still haven't like grown up. I'm still like, what? Like, uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel I like know. I had a bit of like Peter Pan syndrome there for a while. Mm-hmm. 
to where I'm just like, no. And like, I truly like bristled at the concept of being considered an adult, which, God, I, I got to talk to my therapist about that probably. <laughs> I've packed that for 45 sessions in a row. But I don't know. It's just like, I, I think honestly, for me anyway, a lot of it has just been figuring out who I was and being comfortable with both the good and the bad while consciously trying to do better and improve myself. But, you know, but just like, it's a confidence thing, you know, like I used to feel like I reflexively would say, oh, I'm sorry to somebody. And it was just because like, I didn't believe in myself and who I was and felt like I was apologizing to them for that for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely like, I think I uh, grew up pretty fast, whatever that means, like <laughs> yeah. just because of like family stuff and just like who I am as a person. Like I, I never felt like a kid really i mm-hmm. think um especially when i was a, a a teenager i always you know i'm like the mom friend like make sure you have water at the party like alternate your drinks yeah. that kind of stuff and now that i feel like i don't know it's kind of shitty to say like people have caught up with me but now that i'm like i feel like mentally me and i i don't know like people are the same age as as me now now i'm kind of I don't know if it's regressing, but I'm like, no, I'm a baby now. Take care of me, please. I just want somebody to take care of me. <laughs> because like I, I, I took care, I had to take care of, you know, lots of people for, for a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, that sounds kind of shitty. I, I, I hate myself. Don't worry, everybody. I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know what you mean because it's, it's almost like, like the thing of like, oh, when I was a kid, my parents wouldn't let me have a dog. So now I have a dog. It's like. You're mm, you're okay, yeah, being able yeah. you're able to indulge part. I feel like part of like being becoming an adult is being able to indulge certain things that you weren't allowed earlier on in life, and that could be both in the the literal and figurative like dog factor, or honestly just being able to exist in your case, or just be yourself, or not have to live through the prism of like ha- having to take care of other people. Yeah, I don't know. And again, I'm still in therapy, so <laughs> hey, same. Believe yeah. me. <laughs> I do want to ask you. Uh, you're in England, yeah. Uh, despite despite the American accent, you're in England. Yeah, yeah. How is England right now? I know I'm in the arrogant American mode of like I'm not sure how things are in England. How are things in England? Oh, I live in England, and I'm not sure how how things are here. Fair enough. I <laughs> uh, so I yeah. I full disclosure, I live in in London. Um, we're in tier four lockdown. Uh, whatever that means. Um, Sounds dramatic. Yeah, it's mostly. I think it's mostly just like our, that first lockdown that everybody did when back in March. Um, no restaurants, takeout only. Non-essential shops are closed no traveling unless you have to go to work if you can work from home you have to work from home because okay. you know southeast england we you know sorry everybody but new strain of coronavirus <laughs> um developed, it's developed here now down too. here yeah yeah so um, colorado and florida yeah you guys have caught up <laughs> so yeah. um that's happening right now you know the government over here isn't it's not who i would have voted for um so i don't think they're particularly handling it very well actually i I will say this they're not handling it well at all um and especially because schools are supposed to go back soon it's very confusing about which schools are going back and which schools are not going back and you know why aren't teachers getting the vaccine it's 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 same thing here that's identical yeah it's identical it, to here. Yeah, a lot, a lot of. I think, I, I don't want to like project onto other Americans, but I think maybe a lot of people think like it's so much better over here because it's not America, and like, yeah, it's not America. We don't have like 
guns, I guess. But the the, the government's doing basically the same thing. So it's not it feels great. like there are a lot of parallels, honestly, both in the air quotes handling of this, but also in in like in forms of leadership as well. Like it's I don't know. I, I guess in my brain too, in a very ignorant way, I'm like you know, as Eddie Azard put it, that's where the history's from, and like. Oh, they, they've gone through all this shit more than us, a very young adolescent country. So they have the answers. And I'm like, oh, no, they're fucked up, too. Oh, no. Yeah, it's totally fucked. It's totally fucked up over here. And it's like, yeah, uh, white people in America are colonizers. Like, I will cop to that. But white people in Britain, they're even more colonizers, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm a white person. Who fuck do I know? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think... There's a lot of the same the same thing happening over here. It's just on a smaller scale, obviously, because we ha- it's a very little country and we have like, I don't know, a third or a fourth of the population of the U.S. So, yeah. but there's still like, you know, you talk to people like I talk to family members back home and I'm like, why are you going to a restaurant? And it's the same over here. It's like, why are you going to a restaurant? Oh, now you have COVID. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it blows my mind that whole thing of like... Uh... Yeah, you know, I just want clam chowder right now. <laughs> yeah, right. it's like it's like what can be so good that you need to go sit somewhere and like put a service person's like health at risk that you can't get it at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can get everything at home. That's that's the inherent <laughs> that well that's like the inherent irony or maybe even contradiction of this is like misinformation has spread more than ever in an age where we have a tool that can give you a lot of the answers you know which granted that's an oversimplification because like the internet has now weaponized misinformation in a you know we started off as like there was misinformation on the early days of the internet because people just weren't wrong not it wasn't like uh malicious Mm -hmm. and now it's been completely weaponized and harnessed my point is though that like we can have everything we want all the time, anytime, but people are like, no, I will go out to see Tenet right now. You're like, yeah, I mean, but just don't get it twisted. It's not that you have to. You just want to. Like, at least fucking own that. Well, like, I, in, in some kind of way, I kind of feel, I understand where they're coming from because, like, I have always, I guess, had the option before this like to come to come like visit home like if i wanted to i could buy a plane ticket and like go visit my family and I, that doesn't mean that i did it all the time but now that i can't like now that we can't yeah. fly on airplanes now i'm like well i just really want the option not that i'm gonna like i know but like yeah. this is where i stop myself and i'm like yeah i really wish miss my mom but i'm not gonna like go infect a new country because i miss my mom like I really, really want to, but I'm not going to. It's just having that. And I don't think I have a lot of self-control anyway. So I don't know what's happening with these people. (laughs) Look, if I were in that position, the only reason, I mean, I wouldn't go because I I have a deep-seated fear of like not only getting sick and dying, obviously, but also even more so of getting other people sick. Yeah. And that, no, I would not be able to, like I've said it before, I would not be able to live with myself if that happened. But worst case scenario, the great overrider of that even still would be I'm lazy and I don't want to go through all that travel. I'm lazy. It's a lot. It's a lot of travel, and also I'm just gonna get in fights with people, like my family, yeah. when I get home. Like yeah. we're gonna have a good time for 48 hours, and then you know, <laughs> shit's gonna because I'm not gonna <laughs> be able to do anything when I get over there. Yeah. So what am I gonna do? Just like 
sit in the same house in separate rooms from my family like I guess that's not gonna be fun so yeah I talked myself out of it and honestly the one thing COVID's given us is an excuse I hate the holidays and those just happen and it's like well I'll see you next year maybe like (laughs) I don't have to you know be like oh we're staying here for Christmas oh we're coming over I'm going to mom's I'm going to dad's there's none of that it's like we have to stay put because of sickness yeah so I mean yeah that was yeah it's It's all just so much. And, I, you know, I also get, like, not subscribing to it, but getting getting understanding where they're coming from. Of like, people don't want to wear masks because they're freaked out because they have no sense of control. They have no illusion of control, and they're trying to establish it. They're doing it in absolutely reprehensible, fucked up ways. But I can understand what's driving that while in no way subscribing to it. But I get it. I don't. Uh, yeah, even the mask thing, I don't know if I, I... I don't know. It's just because, like, I guess I'm used to wearing a mask just because of what I do for my, yeah. my job. And I wore a mask at work before and during and after this whole thing. So it doesn't really make sense to me. I'm like, you just... Like, you don't want germs anyway. Like... <laughs> well, that's for, But it's asking so little of people. Right. Like, I work with germs at work, and, like, honestly, I'm, like, less exposed at work than I am out, you know, on the train, like, going to work. It's it's more dangerous for me to go to work than actually, you know, like, work with COVID-positive samples at work just because of the atmosphere that I'm working in. And I still have to wear a mask at work. It's like, so, yeah, you definitely have to wear one on the fucking train when people are, like, (laughs) coughing on my face. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny, too, because it's like in the day to day, this is the both the best preventative measure, you know, if you're going outside, best preventative measure and also the easiest. It's so confounding. Like, this is the thing. Just do that. And they're like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I just don't get it. And I'm like, honestly, it ensures that no one can recognize you when you go outside. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want to <laughs> run into anybody unexpectedly. And, uh, you know. I've never been a huge fan of the bottom of half of my face. Cover it up. (laughs) Let these eyes pop. Yeah, my eyes are popping. People are, like, looking at my glasses more. That's what I like. (laughs) Like, I think overall, like, I will, I will, you know, I think, you know, the Japanese and a lot of those Asian countries have it right. Like, if you have a cold, you should be wearing a mask in public. 100%. I will continue to do this. Yeah. uh, No, I completely agree. Like, normalize wearing masks it's such a considerate and reasonable smart thing to do just in in an everyday life like pre-pandemic period let alone inter-pandemic because i don't you know i don't know when will be post-pandemic but yeah it's a completely reasonable thoughtful approach yeah no i definitely will continue to be doing it you know i guess just it just comes down to i guess like a lot of people just don't care about people they don't know which i don't really yeah. understand i don't know because i'm because i'm perfect situational you know empathy yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i i guess people just don't care i just don't really get it <laughs> yeah i'm not exactly like an empath or necessarily or anything but like you know it's a big deal to be empathetic and to think about the perspective as others and all that shit to me it's even saying this, I'm in my head, I'm just like, yeah, duh. But then it's that realization of like, oh, not only is this not how some people think, some of them are truly completely devoid of even even that thought. 
which blows my mind. Yeah, and it comes. It also comes down to like what we were talking about before. Like people want instant like gratification. Like I don't want to wear a mask like because it's uncomfortable and it's sweaty and yeah. I don't like it. But if everybody wore a mask, we wouldn't be in this situation. But like we can't see that many months or years like into the future we can only see what's right in front of our face and like i don't like wearing a mask so i'm not gonna wear one you wouldn't have to wear a fucking mask i know okay i know i'm like preaching I, to the choir but no i know but that's the thing is like it's so it's such um mindless short-term thinking of yeah i don't want to wear a mask right now and then you're bristling at this thing while perpetuating it yeah yeah that's what it is and i just we wouldn't have to be doing it now if everybody just did it for a couple months or just like stayed home if they're, if they're able. I get the whole economy thing like it fucking sucks if if you can't make money. But if you can work from home and you're fucking still going out, you're bad and I don't like you and I think you're doing bad and you should feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, it is truly like it's the height of selfishness. Yeah. It absolutely is. And it it will never cease to not infuriate me. Yeah, which is I mean, I, a weird way of saying it'll always infuriate me. But yeah, so. I I understand what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> but like I get it. Like I don't have a car. Luckily, I live like in London. I live near the tube. I can get to work like on a bus, on a train. But I haven't been within a five mile radius of my flat in nine months. You don't think I want to um, go somewhere? No shit. <laughs> I want to go somewhere. I miss seeing my friends i miss hanging out with them i miss going to movie theaters i miss i miss the things that i some of which i took for granted because i i just there were always an option for me and now they're not i miss that shit dearly but i'm not gonna go do it now you don't yeah you don't think i i want to go do shitty improv for an audience of five (laughs) i do (laughs) yes and i I do (laughs) yes and i do but i can't (laughs) That was a, that one would be a little harder to do just through sheer force of will because you'd have to, you know, get other people to do it too. But yeah, I get it. I I can't do the things that, that I like to do. I wanted to ask, what brought you to England? So my um husband is British, yes. So spousal visa, yeah. Um Oh nice. And it was like, hmm, America or England? Like Brexit or Trump? How do we decide? <laughs> That is wow. That is a that's a real Sophie's choice of bad things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lesser of two evils, but you know, honestly, I yeah, I and granted, I have hindsight and everything because you made the decision and now we're here. But yeah, I would make that choice too. Yeah, it just made sense for us, like what what we do for our jobs and you know where the skills would transfer, and also like I really wanted to leave. <laughs> Fair. Um, and I, yeah, I really like it over here. It's not, I mean, I'm from the East Coast. It's it's not that much different. You know, people are rude. I still live in a city. It's not, it's not that, that different. Um, so I like it. I like it over here. I, I, I'm enjoying myself over here more than, than I was, you know, back home. So I think I made a, a good decision for myself and socialized medicine is, is here for the time being. Um, so that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I know oh, that. Shit. Yeah. People, people hate it over here. Uh, the NHS is the worst it's ever been, but, um, it's better for me than, than any, you know, overall than any healthcare service I've received in the States and I've been insured most of my life. So yeah, that's a win. Uh, as yeah. 
as somebody who worked at an insurance company for 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's a thing. Yeah. To your point, though, it's like it, it's not exactly like a, a total fish out of water situation because, you know, you out the commonality of language and the cultures aren't they're definitely different, no doubt. But that's you know, East Coast, yeah. East Coast City and London, not the most dramatic difference in the world. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the the language thing. I still no one can understand me. I can't understand anybody. But <laughs> we are technically speaking the same language. <laughs> so I can't imagine like if I moved to another country and like English wasn't the the main language, it would be horrible. Um, yeah, especially with masks now. I can't fucking understand anything anybody say. <laughs> <laughs> like oh man, I could really use subtitles in real life. Oh, yeah, I still have to use subtitles, like, on the TV. My husband's oh, really? been here a year and a half, and I'm like, I know, I can't understand you either. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't know what you're saying, but, uh, yeah, this is pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, actually, this was all just a big misunderstanding, but now we're in too deep. <laughs> so. I thought you just wanted to hang out. It's been years now. Yeah, so. no, I just needed, like, help with my chemistry <laughs> homework. <laughs> yeah you know i'd I'd leave but we're in tier four lockdown so yeah it's too late now i I mean (laughs) we'll just go with it who cares (laughs) you know maybe we'll have a conversation where i want to understand a single word you're saying when we're down to tier three or i dare say tier two but until such time i'm going to try to read your lips but i don't know if that's going to work either yeah and honestly we might be going to tier five what's tier five no one knows um it's just it's a, the rumblings. No. Yeah, we've been... Uh, tier 5 is just... Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, at the start of this, like, Boris said, you know, if you can help it, don't share bathrooms with other members of your household. And I was like, oh, yes, because most of England lives in multi-bathroom <laughs> households. <laughs> like, this is crazy. I don't know. Yes, We're just, thank you, you... Thank you, you Muppet. You actual yeah. Muppet. People are making laws uh, that have no, you know, attachment to reality. I try not to complain too much because I'm in a pretty good situation. You know, we both have jobs. Everything's paid for. Um, we're bored a lot of the time, but uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> so did you start your podcast? Was it June you started your podcast? or am I, uh, Yeah, June or, June or July. Yeah. What made you want to start that? Um, I'm a, a big fan of podcasts, and as a millennial, I have to monetize every hobby that I have. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I think about my mental health a lot. I should probably put it all on the internet and like start a Patreon. <laughs> Try to, I mean, this this shit isn't. I, I mean, that's a joke. Like, the, but the shit isn't going away. Like, yeah. I think that was a big a big thing when I realized that. Like, when I finally started to uh, be able to deal with my anxiety and depression in a way where like I wasn't just living day to day. I could like actually look to the future, and I was like, oh yeah. shit! Like this isn't like curable like this is something that i'm gonna have to deal with forever and it's easy to become like pretty insular and like i talk to my therapist and stuff like that but they're like everybody even if you don't have a diagnosed you know mental illness everybody like to some degree goes through I think it's just kind of like a human experience sort of thing, like anxiety and depression and and any of this kind of stuff. So I just thought that I would 
you know, I cope through humor. Sometimes I'm funny. Um, so I thought, you know, I just talked to other other people about, you know, what they're going through. And like, especially during a pandemic, everybody needs a little bit, a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a, a, a place to, to talk about their feelings and, and whatnot, because we're all going through some sort of something right now. So yeah, that's why I started it. And it's been good. Um, I've talked to a lot of interesting people and had a lot of different perspectives on the podcast. So I really enjoy talking to them. It's like, it's not a ther like a therapy session. I think it just yeah. like feels good. I don't know. Well, I know what you mean though. Like for me, like definitely as a, like a very verbal person too, that is, I know for like sometimes for just like therapy, it's me saying a thing to then have to, it's one thing to think something. It's another thing to have to verbalize it. And it's almost like just having to put it into words is the work, you know? And, and even when you're talking to other people and it's just, you just have these random kind of epiphanies and things like that. Like it can be a simple conversation can go so far for your mental health. And I say that as somebody with anxiety and depression and like, to your point, I think about that a lot of like, oh, it's not a matter of curing this thing. That's just not how that works. It's all about like, for me, trying to manage it, put the kind of mental infrastructure in place to be able to serve, to live and do my day to day and try to get out of the way of myself, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just trying to like, set up you know, because it's kind of like inevitable that I'm going to, you know, have a panic attack or I'm going to have a depressive episode. Yeah. Like they don't happen as often as they used to. But like, it's kind of like, it's just going to happen and not being scared of that. But just, yeah, kind of putting the infrastructure into place to be able to deal with it when it happens and not not have it last as long as it used to. And, and all of these this different yeah. kind of stuff. But I've talked to people with like, like stuff that I have no um like experience with myself like adhd and like bipolar and mm. like try i still can't say this word trichotillomania so it's just it's just interesting to uh, gain perspective on other people's experiences and find find the similarities and in, in the differences between all of them like uh, every 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 time i talk to somebody there's always something they'll say where i'm like wow that thought has never ever entered my head before. <laughs> yeah like that is crazy yeah. yeah i think it's important to talk about these things in general at the very least you know if not just to destigmatize this stuff because i do think I, I think it's seemingly come a long way in, in recent years just to talk about these things and be open and to realize like this is not some scarlet letter of you know uh, of having some kind of mental disease or depression or anxiety or, or bipolar or anything like we're all human we're all going through it people have this stuff it's better to talk about it be open with it and kind of be able to reconcile that or deal with that on some level as opposed to feeling shame about it yeah and especially like i don't know within truths of thoughts and like the more fucked uh, quote-unquote like fucked up sides of, of stuff like i don't know on the podcast i mean trigger warning like we talk about like suicide and like self-harm and like these yeah. things that you can say like yeah i have depression yeah i have anxiety but like people don't really talk about like the down and dirty like ugly ugly stuff like that can present itself when when dealing with these kinds of things and it's important to to say like yeah that shit happens and it's really hard and you know yeah. uh you can you can you can get through it because it happens to other people and they get through it so Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think about that, about what you said about, about like having a panic attack. And it's not a matter of like stopping these from ever happening. It's kind of thinking about the fact of it's gonna happen again. 
at some point. I mean, unfortunately, and I say that as somebody who has them. And I think the way I look at it is like, it's not about doing everything I can to ignore things to prevent a panic attack. It's more of putting my best foot forward to try to, if and when it happens, realize, like, lessen the ripple effect of it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Which is to say, realize that, okay, you had one. It's not the end of the world. And it doesn't undo all of the work before that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to, I mean, sometimes it can, maybe it does ruin the rest of your day. And if it does, like, that's okay. Like, I I myself have to work on the whole, like, self-flagellation of it all. Like, just because you you slipped up or you regressed or, you know, whatever happened, like, it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't mean that all of the shit you've been working on is is for nothing. Uh, So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, It's not that, it's not that, you know, also that you made, it's not like you messed up, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't. You know, part of the nature of what it is to have a panic attack is it's the absence of control on on mm. a lot of levels. You know, and feeling for me anyway, like like I'm trapped within myself, and it sucks. And it's that thing of like intellectually, I know this will end, but it feels like this could just be my life now. Yeah, and it's so awful. I I can't I can't even verbalize what it is to have one to anyone. You know, and I, I know that you you've had them, so I'm not trying to explain it to you by any means but it's just that to tell somebody who hasn't had one it's like impossible to describe how helpless and awful they are they really are just terrible yeah i mean save it for my podcast brandon okay (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll I'll save my a material yeah please let's talk let's not talk about your mental illness here let's do it on my podcast (laughs) i won't I'll, i'll save my dissociating the other day for your podcast oh worry. okay yeah i don't want to hear about that now maybe next week that's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough <laughs> well you know what this is as good a way to end this as any what all do you want to point people to i know you have your patreon too yeah so at crazy makers has a patreon you can find it at patreon.com slash crazy pod and it's just you know your listeners probably know to some extent that putting putting out a podcast costs money um yeah. <laughs> for free you guys get to listen to it for free it costs us money um i don't have a lot of it so yeah you can support me that way and there's little little bonus things like listener stories and i put some of my like incoherent audio journal ramblings up there if, if you feel like listening to those um yeah so that's on patreon and you can listen to crazy makers on i think pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts yeah so that's yeah it. it's it's a great podcast like Thank i you. really there's some really good conversations on there great guests too but just great conversations so yeah i, I mean i think it. i i give it up most to, mostly to the guests i kind of just just sit there and <laughs> just sit there and, and let them <laughs> let them make the episode for me it's a great hack yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i i think i could could probably stand to do that better myself. So yeah, I'll probably take notes on that. But uh, yeah, thank you for doing this. This was so fun. Oh, no problem. This was great. Thank you all for listening. Here's my serious voice. Thank you all for listening. And just take care. Please wear a mask. Lead with empathy. Just don't be an asshole. I mean, honestly, pre-pandemic, intra-pandemic, post-pandemic, just don't be an asshole. But stay safe. Be well. Etc. And goodbye. <laughs>